0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Christ. Some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killing the prophets and stoning those who are sent to you, how often I would have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, "Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you. Lord, God. We come to you now, holy Father. We thank you uh, for your creation and for including us in the knowledge that you are not only our creator but you are our Savior as well. We ask now that You would give us the grace to sit at Your feet, that You would be our teacher, that those things that are hindering us, the things that we carried in here would fade away in the light of the truth of Your Gospel. We pray, Father, uh, that You would draw us to Yourself by the Spirit in the Son. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. When I was um, in college, it was the summer before my senior year. I was on a mission staff. We uh, traveled around. We went to um, we went to Mexico and Jamaica and a few places uh, in uh, in the states. So short-term mission trips, high school and college students, uh, and I was I was one of I think it was six. College students and a, a few adult staff as well, uh, but there was one guy who had a real problem with me. He was another staff person, a real problem with me, and uh, and he, uh, he this was his problem. He saw me uh, in front of youth being sort of a, just a crazy youth leader in skits, and you know I would I would put shaving cream and bob for apples and all the whatever crazy stuff I was doing and. And, uh, and and I just really loved to have a ton of fun with the kids, and it was that was great. But I also had a really sort of a serious side, and I could I could really um, sort of get deep, and and, and and that I've sort of retained maybe one more than the other these days. But um, but it is uh, that was his his problem was was which one is the real Joe? And and since he didn't know which one was real, uh, he didn't trust either. And and actually he was he was quite vocal uh, about that. It was very strange to me, uh, because it was very clear to me that that they were both me. I mean they were both the real real parts of, of who I was. Um, and you know we worked it out by the end of the summer. It was um, it, it was helpful. It was growth. You know it was a thing of growth for both of us. But um, I wonder if you have uh, expectations of of other people. where well, he's always this way or she's. She's always this way or she's never uh, like this uh, particular thing. There's just sort of an expectation of a singular uh, element or a singular personality character uh, of of someone or or of yourself. I wonder if you uh, really sort of have a particular way that you view yourself and you really have a hard time sort of being anything else. Um, And I just sort of say all that by way of introduction because I wonder how you... View Jesus. How do you see him um, as as being sort of one way or, or, or multiple ways? I, I wonder because some people see God as as hard, you know, and, and sort of fearsome, sort of a you know, sort of a celestial police officer waiting waiting for us to do wrong. Really, just just particular about uh, sin and wrongdoing, and and some people really that's that's the only picture they have. Of God, and yet others, sort of, sort of, in in contrast to that, really only see God as compassionate, as loving, as as accepting, as full of uh, mercy and 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 open. And and, and it just struck me be, um, because in in this gospel passage, we actually uh, in just a very short few short verses, we see both. We see that He is hard, and uh, in a sense courageous, but just. Just um, fearsome and bold. And yet, He is also incredibly uh, compassionate. Almost in the same breath. And what I would uh, hope that we walk away with tonight seeing is that we need both. It is, in fact, incredibly good news. Um, we, we, The passage opens up and, and these Pharisees, I guess they weren't all bad, they came to Jesus and said, uh, Herod wants to kill you. You need to get out of here. And he's and, and Jesus uh, sort of bristles. He said, "You go tell that fox that I'm going to continue doing uh, what I am doing." Uh, and yet, it was, interestingly, he he immediately turns his attention to Jerusalem because I have to go to Jerusalem. I must go to Jerusalem. And and in, um, and in fact, that's uh, where all prophets go to die. Jesus is. Um, Courageous, and he is, he sort of has gives this um, this impression of a sort of a chiseled soldier who, who must fulfill his duty. He we told in the scripture he set his face like a flint. Um, and uh, you know that you've seen those uh, commercials, you know the army commercials where the soldiers are there's bombs exploding in the in the distance and the soldiers are running towards the chaos, and uh, and and it's sort of you know, sort of separates. You know, the pe- some people watch that and go, "I would never do that." And but some people think, "Man, that's what that is really exciting," and they're sort of recruiting. Um, but it, and it's just sort of a picture of what Jesus has has done. He has sort of, he runs into the chaos. And you see, he was not going away uh, from Jerusalem. In fact, he was set his face like a flint, and that's where uh, that's where he was heading. Now, um, it's interestingly, he it's, he seems much less concerned uh, with the danger that he might face from Herod. Than the danger he might face from the religious establishment. Uh, in fact, he's in control of all of it, and he doesn't. Little do the Pharisees know that he doesn't need to, to worry about Herod. Though Herod is certainly worried about him, that that he won't die at Herod's hands, that he will uh, die at the hands of those who are within um, uh, the religion, the religious establishment in Jerusalem. But that's where he went. Now. What does that say for us? Is that Jesus actually goes right to the epicenter of uh, of our sin? The point is not be courageous like Jesus, set your face like a flint, and do what you're called to do. Uh, the point is actually that Jesus has done that for us, and that he is uh, that he has gone to the place uh, willfully, uh, courageously, and he has defeated. Um, our sin in the epicenter of our sin, uh, our very hearts, uh, that He has on the cross, um, that He has uh, died and taken all the punishment uh, for um, uh, for our sin upon Himself. Now He did that. Uh, he there was certainly we see fear uh, the night before. We see Him asking the Father uh, to take that cup for Him. He was uh, certainly in His humanity, and yet His um, His will was. And not my will, uh, but Thy will be done. And He set up, and He stood within the will of the Father. Uh, you know that um, that great hymn, Rock of Ages, uh, where He uh, says, the, "The water and the blood from the wounded side that flowed, be of sin our double cure, cleanse us from sin's guilt and its power." And so Jesus hung on the cross. Uh, for us, determined to die. He said, I must, I must go to Jerusalem. That is the reason He came. That is the reason for the Incarnation, to come to the epicenter. Not not Jerusalem, but sin itself. To do for us what we could not uh, do for ourselves. And there on the cross, cleansing us from the guilt of power, and all those things that you know that you've done, and wish you didn't do, and those things that I know that I've done and wish that I didn't do, that He actually has taken the guilt upon Himself and He has taken the power of sin over us, freeing us from those things that enslave us. And we know that that is uh, true about us if we are in Christ, and yet we also know that there will be a time where we are uh, truly free because those same things, the flames of those things still uh, lick at us. But Jesus paid it all, and so um, so that, that's the that's the first thing. Jesus was, was hard on sin, and not just sort of bullish on sin. He was uh, unto death; his own death uh, was the death of sin. Courageously, uh, boldly, um, and yet in the same passage, uh, we see the tenderness of Jesus. We see Jesus weeping for the lost oh jerusalem jerusalem the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it how often i would have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings he longs to hold us close and that too is why he came of course, it's not just Jerusalem that he's lamenting over, but, but his people, the, the people of God, the children of God that he has called to himself and who would not, who uh, willfully rebelled. Just as he willfully went to the cross for our rebellion, we willfully have uh, rebelled. And yet, the invitation of Jesus uh, is um, is tender. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is hard on sin. But there's a very real sense in which He is easy on sinners. And he loves He loves us. He wants us. He, he wants us to, to be with Him, to hold us close. And we see that again on the cross. As He hung there, calling out to the Father, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. It was very clear that as hard as He was on our uh, human condition, that He was tender uh, to us as humans. And so, if you are wrestling uh, with shame or with anger uh, or with guilt, If you have more going on in your life uh, than you can handle, if you are afraid, Jesus is hard where He needed to be so that He might be tender and compassionate towards us. and He longs to hold us close in the midst of our afflictions. And that is very, very good news. What can wash away our sin? What can make us whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus given to us on the cross. He has taken your sin and yet He calls us to put our faith in Him as He holds us close. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You that the real You is both hard and comfortable. That You have done what is necessary to do away with our separation from You so that You might gather us as Your chicks under Your wings. Give us the grace, Lord, to come under Your wings in faith. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.